0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church. We are glad that you joined us. My name is Ben Pippen, and I am joined today again by Pastor Jem and Becca Willis. Of course, we're glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. And if you happen to have a minute to sit and open your Bibles with us or your Bible app, we're going to turn to Romans chapter 8, verses 28 through 30. Romans chapter 8 verses 28 through 30. And you know what? Last time I did a podcast, Jim, I
1: forgot to ask us to pray. So would you pray for us, Jim? I will. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity we have to be together. We thank you for your word that just touches our lives in every facet. And so we pray, Lord, you'd bless us now as we consider this very important passage. And we pray that you would just speak to us and speak to those who are listening uh, uh, across the airwaves to, uh, to uh, learn what you would have us to learn. In your name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 28 through 30. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called, and those he called, he also justified, and those he justified, he also glorified. Friends, this morning, we want you to know that God's plan for you will not fail. That God's plan for you will not fail. But to get us started, um, boy, I feel like I'm channeling Pastor John right now. Like I, almost, I think I'm almost doing this verbatim. Is that how many we've done,
1: Jim? We've done millions. We've done <laughs>
0: bunches of these. All right. So here's the question for everybody that we're going to throw out. What is something you would try if you knew you wouldn't fail? What is something that you would try if you knew you wouldn't fail?
1: You know, I wouldn't mind going uh, um, skydiving. Mm -hmm. Jumping out of a perfectly good plane with a parachute. But they say that only like one, less than one-tenth of one percent of all parachutes would fail. That's not good enough odds for me. (laughs) There's uh, two things that fall out of the sky, bird poop and idiots, and I'm not either one of them. (laughs) And so I don't think I'm going to try that uh, right now.
0: Wait, how do we get more bird poop in our conversation, Jeff? (laughs) Come on, buddy. Or a penguin. (laughs) Or a penguin. Becca, thoughts? Well,
2: I have no desire to jump out of a plane either. You have to push me. I'm not a risk taker. I'm not a big visionary. But when posed with that question... If I was guaranteed not to fail, what came to my mind was I would want to write a book. And, and I don't necessarily even know what it would be on. It, it would probably be something like a women's devotional or something. But the the large amount of work that that would take and trying to fit it into regular life and all that that demands, it just sounds incredibly daunting to me. And I've never... Uh, had something specific put on my heart so I just feel like it's too big of a mountain and God hasn't been specific in putting something there but mm-hmm. I think if I had the comfort in knowing that I wouldn't fail I would be a little more likely to pursue that. Nice. It would be a great book Yeah, and I'd buy two copies Two copies, wow yeah. <laughs> My mom yes. would buy a third, so there we go <laughs>
0: There you go, you're already a up or, um, I think I would fly a jet like be the pilot of a jet because I know if I did that now I would either run into a building, the ground—I'd be dead. Um, but I've always loved that and wanted to be a jet pilot. So if I could be a jet pilot, that would be—that would be a lot of fun. Well, for today's podcast, friends, we want you to know that God's plan for you will not fail. That when we are His, when we've accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior when we have his spirit indwelling in us and we're following him with all of our hearts we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him that's a pretty powerful statement what what do you guys think about that first verse verse 28
2: well i think it's definitely a comfort to know that god is working towards my good it doesn't mean necessarily that you know the prosperity gospel that i'm going to be loaded and have a huge house and everything like that and i understand that but just the comfort that he sees me and he's working things for the good so he's even working the hard stuff the bad stuff for the good of those who love him doesn't mean he'll solve everything but to know he's working is a, is a comfort mm-hmm. um, to me yeah
1: i think that he that if we, we we can't take that out of context and so many people snatch 28 out of context and they say yeah I, God will give me anything I want, <clears throat> but we look down here and we see what His purpose is, to, and His purpose is to <clears throat> to be con- for us to be conformed to the likeness of His Son. Mm-hmm. And so, if so, all those things that work together work towards us becoming conformed to the likeness of His Son. Mm-hmm. We become more like Jesus. So He predestines us to do that. He call He calls us to do that. He justifies us so that we can be clean like Jesus is clean and then he glorifies us as Jesus has been glorified and will be glorified through eternity so I think all those things that that we talk we that we don't normally think about verse eight are all focused on us becoming like his son yeah and and that's so
0: huge because when I read verse 28 I left off a very important part who have been called according to his purpose. And, and Jim summarizes, so well, his purpose is to conform us to the image of his son. And in doing that, He gives he predestined us, which that's a whole conversation we're not going to get into about semantics there. But he called us, he justifies us, and he glorifies. And I like to think of it that a Christian who believes in God cannot fail in the broad scheme of life it doesn't mean we're we're perfect we we sin we make mistakes but when we put our trust in God and we draw close to him suddenly we realize that God is giving us everything we need to live a life of righteousness to live a life that honors him that really that will draw us to be conformed to the image of his son to be like Jesus and God will equip us and do everything that we need to get us there. The question is, is do we trust that? Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've blown it before. Um, you know, I've I've done something that I just feel like, oh man, you know, God can't use me. But. These verses seem to speak contrary to that, don't
1: you think? You know, I I'm going to be doing a, a memorial service this weekend for Bob Byler, mm-hmm. and this is a guy that would fit into this thing so well. Bob didn't have everything easy in life, but all those things worked together to to point him to God's purpose, which was to make him like Jesus, and he shared Christ all around the world. He um, He served so many different people in so many different ways. He was predestined. God called him out of Bremen, Indiana, and he justified him. And now at this point in time, Bob is in heaven and he is glorified. And how exciting is that, that know that anybody, no matter what your circumstances are, you can go from that place of not knowing Christ to a point of of being like Christ. I mean, how, how cool is that?
0: Mm-hmm. well it's funny because a, a friend once pointed out to me he said if you look at a tombstone you see two dates you see when a person was born and you see when they died and usually in between those there's a dash and that dash is the summation of someone's life mm-hmm. you know we know the point at which they were born and the point at which they died. and that dash in between those two dates is filled with stories filled with experiences filled with victories, filled with failures. And for those of us who trust in Jesus and know God as our Lord and Savior, we know that that dash with all of its perils, when we get to that last date, we know that our Lord and Savior is going to be there to welcome us home. Mm -hmm. And I think that is such a huge comfort, especially in these times when we see so much chaos in our culture, when we see so many things going crazy. Isn't it a comfort to think that God will help us be Jesus to
1: our world today if we're willing. Yeah. I think that first date on the tombstone is your earthly beginning. Mm-hmm. The day you accept Christ is the new beginning. Mm-hmm. And then that day that you uh, that second date following the dash is, is the end of your earthly existence. But for the Christian is not the end of your existence. Yeah. We live on forever and ever. And, uh, so they, it's nice to know that that end date is not the end. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice to know we don't, we can't be perfect. We know that, but that He's continually working to transform us. I think that's a comfort too, that He doesn't expect me to arrive there because I won't this side of heaven mm-hmm. in how I live. I mean, hopefully, I'm becoming more like Him. But that idea of imperfect progress, He's pulling me through to to become sanctified and um, to be more like Him. And uh, talking about joy and happiness earlier, too, I I remember hearing once that, and this is marriage, kind of off topic, but God didn't give us marriage to to make us happy. He did it to help make us holy. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you look at things like that, or even in this life, like, his goal is not just our happiness. His goal is to make us more like him. And if we can keep that as... what our goal is, instead of getting sidetracked by what culture tells us we should be pursuing—success and making a name for ourselves, or climbing a ladder—you know, all those things can sidetrack us. But when, at the end of the day, our goal is to be conformed to His likeness, um, and He's going to help us do that. We can't do it in our own power. Um, I think that just helps keeps us tethered to what, what we're called to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, friends, we want you to know today that God's plan for you will not fail, that God is for you, and that he works in all things for the good of those who love him and who've been called according to his purpose. So if you know Jesus today, have confidence that God's plan for you will not fail. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.